0: Chapter 15 I stood there, like my hooves had been nailed to the deck It wasn't possible An Andalite ship's captain, a traitor? Or was he a controller? No one moved. The computer guided the Ascalon down, down to sweep slowly forward, just a few hundred feet above the rocky ground. In seconds, we'd be down. T.O. Harrelin was bleeding profusely from his severed tail, but I knew he would rather die than live without a tail. The humans! It hit me like a dracon beam blast. My human friends were back in the sick bay. The captain knew their secret. In a matter of seconds, so would the entire Yurk Empire The news would flash to Visor Three. There would be no going home for them Ever And Earth, like Lyra, would fall to the Yurks Prince Jake, Tobias, Cassie, Marco, Rachel I cried in private Thoughtspeak. speak If one of you can hear me, you must escape The captain is The captain is a dirtbag Marco's thought-speak voice said Startlingly clear and close. What? Where are you? Oh, gee, Axe, we decided not to sit in our room with our hands folded like good little girls and boys, Rachel said. Sorry. Axe, we are on the bridge, Prince Jake said. We saw what happened, or saw as well as we can in these morphs. Prince Jake, it is absolutely vital that Captain Semelin be stopped. "'We can't take him out,' Cassie said. "'We would demorph too slowly. "'But I happen to be on the captain, and I can definitely distract him.'" The Ascaline was settling toward the ground. Through the front viewport, I saw row after row of Hork-Bajir, all with weapons drawn, totally surrounding the landing area. "'Do it, Cassie,' I said grimly. "'Distract him, and I will do the rest. "'We have just seconds.'" I stared, riveted, as a flea, too small to be seen, became a flea, too large to be ignored. It grew on the captain's back, larger, larger, with twisting, morphing features. What is? The captain yelled in surprise. Thwap! I struck. My tail blade whipped forward, aimed for Semelin's neck. He jerked back, dodged. My blade hit his upper right front leg. A glancing blow All around the room Flies and cockroaches no one had noticed Began to grow As my human friends demorphed But now the captain swept his shudder toward me And I struck again Whap! The weapon flew from his hand And skittered across the deck It was the captain and I Tail to tail We faced each other Each quivering with energy and focus each waiting for the opening that would allow us to swing the killing tail slash. I flushed on the scene with Visser Three. This was the second time I had gone tail to tail with an enemy. This time my foe would not escape. T.O. Harrelin! He had snatched up the fallen shredder and fired. The captain sizzled, looked horrified, then disappeared. Computer! The T.O. yelled Emergency override! Switch controls to manual! Wham! Too late! The Ascalon hit the ground hard I was thrown off my hooves My human friends, all back in their own bodies now, went rolling and tumbling Only the T.O. managed to stay on his feet Computer, emergency liftoff! Unable to comply The disembodied voice said there is severe main engine damage. I saw Harold rock back on his hooves at the news. Humans, remorph! The only way out of here is to be invisible! Arths, you too! I'm not running away! Yes, you are, Arths Aximilias Escarth, Islil. You and the humans will escape and get word of this evil to the commander. That is an order! But... Do you know how to take an order? He roared Yes, sir Morph something small I'll blow you out of the emergency hatch Get as far from the Ascalon as you can You won't have much time Do you hear me? I knew then what he was going to do I knew he had no choice He could not allow himself to be taken by the Yurks. He could not allow any of the Andalites on board to be taken alive And there was simply no way to escape this trap Prince Jake, we all have to morph small. Um, um, flies. Morph to flies and fly up to the ceiling of the bridge. There's an escape hatch. I noticed Rachel looking at me with total disdain. Then she looked to Prince Jake. What do we do? What he said, Prince Jake said. Do it. I focused my own mind on the fly morph. I expected T.O. Harrelin's face to reveal surprise or horror as I began to undergo the changes. After all, flies are pretty horrific, even by Earth standards. But the T.O. wasn't interested. He was staggering now from the loss of blood. And he was making an announcement that would be transmitted throughout the ship. To all warriors and crew of the Ascalon, This is the tactical officer. The captain is dead. We are surrounded. No chance of escape. Nothing to do now but inflict the maximum damage on the Yurks. In three minutes, I will begin firing all ship's weapons. The Shredder flashback will cause the ship to explode. He let this sink in for a moment. Perform the ritual of death, my friends. Thank you for your service to the ship. You die in the service of the people, defending freedom. I was shrinking rapidly. The deck was rushing up toward me. Insect legs and insect antennae sprouted from me. But I was Andalite, at one with every Andalite on the ship. From all over the ship, a hundred thoughtspeak voices spoke the words of the ritual. I couldn't help but join them. I am the servant of the people, I said. I should have bowed my head, but I no longer had a head that could bow. I am the servant of my prince. All over the ship, I knew my fellow endolites were raising their stock eyes upward. I am the servant of honor, I said, and heard the echo of all those strong voices. My life is is not my own when when the people people have need of it. My My life life is given for the people, for my prince, and and for my honor. honor. I fired the fly's legs, starting the wings beating, and flew up toward the escape hatch. I have never felt worse than I did at that moment. So many would die. And I would live. Earths! the T.O. said weakly. Yes. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe different races can be stronger together. Go with your humans and prove me wrong. The escape hatch blew open before I could answer. A powerful rush of escaping air launched me out into the Illyrian dusk. Jake! Prince Jake! I said. We must get as far away as we can. We flew, rolling and tumbling through the air, riding the strong breeze wherever it took us. When the Ascaline blew itself up, we were safe from the blast. And safe, too, from the thought-speak cries of a hundred dying heroes. Chapter 16 Okay, now what? Rachel said. I didn't have an answer. I couldn't think. I just kept turning it over and over in my mind. An Andalite ship's captain had turned traitor. It was impossible. Because the more I thought about it, the more I realized he could not have been a controller. The ascalon had been in space for weeks. In order for a yerk parasite to have lived in Captain Semelon's brain, it would have had to have Kendrona rays. There was no way for even the captain to conceal a portable Kendrona aboard the ship. I said, now what? Rachel repeated. I don't know, I said. Well, if you don't, who does? She demanded. What are we going to do? Fly around looking for the nearest dumpster? so we can see if there's a tasty pile of rotting fruit? Come on, we need a plan. I... I... I don't know what to do. We need to find a way home, Marco said. Obviously, thanks to Captain Benedict Arnold back there, this whole war is going bad on us. I didn't think the almighty Andalites did things like that. I thought it was just us poor, dumb, primitive humans who'd sell out to the bad guys. How about everyone getting off Axe's back? Tobias said. Yeah, poor Axe. Rachel sneered. He throws us over in a flash for his big deal captain who, oops, turns out to be a traitor. Rachel, I don't think that's really fair. Cassie argued. Fair? Fair? Marco yelled. If it wasn't for us totally ignoring Axe and his precious captain, Axe would be dead back there with... I wish I were I cried I wish I were back there with them I wish I had died with them I had not intended to say that And I did not mean it Not really I wanted to live I felt terrible about it But I wanted to live Okay, everyone shut up Prince Jake said at last That was rough What happened back there A lot of good guys just died Everyone is hyped up So let's just chill. He waited a few moments before going on. Here's what we do. We keep flying till we're near the two-hour limit. We won't get far in these bodies, even with this breeze. But we want as much distance as we can get. We flew in silence, seeing the strange planet through the distorted compound eyes of flies, hearing almost nothing, smelling things we could not identify. We were alone in silence with our thoughts. And after a while, I almost wished the yelling and accusations would start again. It's a terrible thing, living when so many others have died. It's terrible because no matter what you do, a single thought keeps popping up in your head. I'm glad it wasn't me. I was glad it wasn't me. We landed amid a tumble of rocks that would hide us from view. We demorphed From what I could recall of the display on board the Ascalon We were in a no-person's land between the Yurk and Endelite forces The battle could sweep over us at any moment Okay, I'm calm now Rachel said as soon as she had emerged from the fly morph So now that I'm calm, same question Now what? What do you think about having Tobias take a look around? Prince Jake asked me I don't know I said Prince Jake looked at me with a narrowing of the eyes And pressing together of the lips The expression is Annoyance, I believe Tobias, go up and take a quick look Prince Jake said Tobias flapped up from the ground Prince Jake looked at me Now listen up, Axe I know you're feeling bad For lots of reasons, probably But you feeling bad doesn't let you off the hook what hook? Look, we got analyte shooting at Yurks. We have no humans in this fight except for us. Maybe you're not the big expert, but you know more than we know, so snap out of it. Tobias circled overhead and came quickly back down to land somewhat painfully on a point of rock. We have about a thousand heavily armed hork on one side, coming toward us fast. They're backed up by these kind of big, flat, oval ships flying maybe a quarter mile up and firing dracon beams. Taxon's coming behind them. And over there, we have about two dozen Andalite ships, also low down, and maybe a hundred tough-looking Andalites on the ground. I may be wrong, but I don't think the good guys are going to win this round. We should try and reach the Andalite forces, I said. Why, so some other Andalite trader can rat us out? Rachel said harshly. My tail blade was at her throat before I knew it. She stared at me with cool, blue, human eyes. What's the matter, Axe? Does the truth hurt? You blew us off so you could suck up to Captain Creep back there. If we go and find more Andalites, what happens? You tell us to go sit in a corner and be nice, while you start yes sirring and no siring the next Andalite you see? I pulled my tailblade back, horrified that I'd gotten so emotional. I felt the anger drain away. Rachel was right. "'I made a mistake trusting Captain Semelin. "'I made a mistake dismissing all of you. "'You have... "'You have kept me alive and befriended me for a long time. "'All I can say is none of you knows what it's like "'to be completely cut off from your own people.' "'One of us does,' Tobias said quietly. "'All I can say is I'm sorry, "'and I will consider Jake my prince until he says otherwise.' I turned to face Prince Jake, Focusing all my eyes on him. You are my prince until you, And only you, Say otherwise. For once, He did not say, Don't call me prince. Instead, he said, Fine. Now what I want to know is this, Is there anyone on the Andalite side We can be totally sure of? It was a hurtful question. I felt the last of my pride melting away. The commander... If he were a York spy, this entire battle would already be lost. It looks pretty lost to me, Marco said bluntly. Force Commander Prince Galu Enilan Escoril lost his entire family to a York raid on an Andalite outpost. His entire family, wife and three children, they died rather than be captured. Their bodies were fed to the taxons. We can trust Prince Galu. I sighed. And we probably should trust. No one else. Chapter 17 It sounded simple. Reach the Andalite forces. But it is a very dangerous thing, advancing toward a lot of angry, very dangerous, very heavily armed, very nervous warriors. The automated defense grid will fire at anything in the air that comes too close. I warned. Anything. If it is more than a few feet above the ground, the sensors will pick it up, target it, and fire. This ground is too rough to walk over, Cassie said thoughtfully. And it's getting dark. We could try smaller birds. The seagull morphs again. No, wait! Bats! Not as fast, but very agile. And with echolocation, we can fly close to the ground even in the dark. To the bat morph, Robin! Marco said, with cheerfulness that seemed totally out of place. We morph, then we fly, hugging the ground the whole way, Jake said. Once behind Endolite lines, we try and figure out a way to reach this Prince Galoo. He looked at me. And whatever happens, we stay out of this battle till we reach Galoo. Understood? Yes, yes Prince Jake. Jake. Prince Jake looked at me with an unsmiling mouth. Then he said, Don't call me Prince, and formed a small smile with his mouth parts. Yes, Prince Jake, I said. I had been in Batmorph before, and after doing Mosquito and Flymorphs, it seemed almost normal. It has fur, for one thing, and I find fur very comforting, even when it is dark brown and very different from my own blue. But bats are almost useless on the ground. Bat legs are stunted and clumsy, and their front legs, or arms, whatever, are encumbered by leathery wings. Being unable to run is disturbing for any Andalite. I focused on the bat, this strange creature from a strange planet, so far away. I shrink down and down as if I were falling, as if I might fall into one of the thousands of bubbles in the volcanic rock beneath me. My front legs withered and left me almost face down on the rock. My tail blade crinkled like a burning leaf. The crinkling withering worked its way up my tail. I couldn't help but picture the tactical officer in those horrible moments after the captain had struck and cut away his tail. I hadn't liked T.O. Harlan. He seemed to me like too many older officers, full of prejudices and arrogance. But he had been a true Endelite; He had died a hero. Now my hind legs began to shrink, staying perfectly symmetrical till they were quite small. Then, at the last moment, tiny claws replaced the hooves. My arms moved back, rotating a few degrees around my body. My fingers elongated relative to the rest of the arm, which was shrinking. Skin began to grow in loose gray then black folds. It hung down from my arms as if I were wearing very loose human clothing. Clothing is pliable fabric designed to cover the human body. Sometimes as protection against the cold. But mostly as I understand it. Because humans believe much of their body to be unacceptable. They are right of course. But they cover all the wrong parts. There is nothing uglier than a human nose. The loose hanging skin tightened and became wings. My ears grew larger. And, of course, like almost all earth creatures, I acquired a mouth. I could see quite well. Not as well as a bird of prey, but almost as well as a human. But sight is not the special power of bats. The special power bats have is the ability to fire a series of ultrasonic sounds that bounce off solid objects and send back a sonic picture to the bats. The Liran sun was dropping fast. The bat eyes were already straining to see, but I had a perfectly clear picture of the rocks around me. Okay, let's go find this andalite honcho, Marco said. I flopped my wings and flew, once more in the company of my human friends. I felt strangely at home, as though, despite Prince Jake's anger and Marco's sneering and Rachel's outright suspicion, I belonged with them. For some reason, at that moment, even with the images of death aboard the Escaline, fresh in my mind, I saw myself far away, in a very different body, eating delicious cinnamon buns with a mouth. I wanted to be back there, I wanted to be back on Earth Captain Semelin had sold out to the Yerks Was I selling out to the humans? Hello, Phantomorphs, and thank you for listening to another episode of Audiomorphs The Animorphs Auditory Experience As always, this is your host, Daniel Don't have too much to say here Um, It's uh, Christmas Eve For those who celebrate Christmas, so Merry Christmas to those people. To everyone else, Happy Friday, I guess. Uh, uh, Let's see. uh, This show's on Audible now for some reason. Um, I didn't add it, but uh, I I guess Audible's getting into the podcasting game, and they've added my podcast. If you search Animorphs, it'll show up at the bottom. That's very weird. Um, But it's free. And so I guess if Audible's your uh, listening medium of choice, there you go. Problem solved. Uh, oh, something I did want to talk about briefly, um, in the last chapter of this uh, episode, chapter 17, uh, I made a editorial choice uh, during my recording that I feel like K.A. Applegate would support in 2020. Um, so Axe says uh, when morphing a bat that bats are, and uh, forgive me here, I'm going to, well, no, I'm not going to say the word. Um, he says a word. Uh, starts with a C, ends with a P-P-L-E, uh, it's, it's not a nice word, um, when re- relating to, um, disabled people, um, it's actually quite a, um, quite a brutal word, um, I don't like that word, uh, so I chose not to say it, um, and, you know, things were different <laughs> in the 90s, I guess, um, a- as far as maybe awareness from able bodied people on disabled, uh, issues. Um and of course, um those issues have also evolved, um, as have all, you know, social issues and our terminology around them. Um the same way um Kay Applegate and uh Michael Grant have said, you know, they wish they have done more on LGBT issues in their stories, um, if it hadn't been, you know, the nineties. Uh, I I feel like she would uh, with new knowledge, agree that she probably should wouldn't have used that word. I know that further on, Axe does have um, a whole arc involving his views on disability, um, but we can have that arc and not use a very hurtful language. Um, so I chose I chose to edit it. I said useless instead of uh, that word because uh, that I feel like that conveys Axe's intent without you know being mean to disabled people. That's just my opinion. Other than that, though. Uh, nothing too much else to say, you know, um, if you like this, go ahead and leave me a rating review on Apple Podcasts if you'd like, um, I hear that helps with the algorithm somehow, I don't know, everyone else says to do it, so I want to be cool too, please do it for me, uh, you know, or, another way to raise my visibility would be to tell a friend, hey, it's Christmas, be like, hey friend, I got you a present, it's books 1-17 through of the Animorphs in audiobook form on the internet, for free. There you go. Merry Christmas. Uh, If you'd like to reach me about this show, or I guess anything else in general, uh, just want to reach me, you can do that through audiomorphscast at gmail.com, or audiomorphscast.tumblr.com, or through my website, theapocalypse.com. That's theapocalypse.com, like Apocalypse, but with a D in the middle. And, uh, on that website, you can also find some of the other stuff I do, including my other podcast, uh, now recently rebranded into the rewatch podcast. Um, it is the same podcast where I'm rewatching Riverdale currently with my friend, Jesse. Uh, just the name was a little confusing. So, uh, I renamed it when I switched it to a different hosting service. Speaking of Podbean, actually just recently, actually today sent me an email being like, Hey man. We can now let people have multiple shows on one account. Isn't that cool? Um, And that's what I would have liked back in 2017 when I was starting and I had a couple of ideas for podcasts. Um, But I guess better late than never. Uh, Too late for my rewatch podcast. I'm not moving it for a third time. That's too much work. Uh, But if you use Podbean, there you go. Now you know. That is, uh, I think, all I got for you guys. So uh, once again, if you celebrate Christmas, have a wonderful Christmas. If you don't, just have a nice weekend and I think maybe get getting the day off work unless, yeah, like store retail stores also close on Christmas, right? Um, if you're working on Christmas, I'm very sorry. Um, I think everyone should just get a day off because people should get days off. It's nice. Uh, Other than that, though, have a wonderful weekend and Friday, I guess. Um, I'm rambling now, so I'm going to get out of here. My name is Daniel, and I believe one day the Andalites will come. Until then, we fight.